0: Thanks for listening to the Secular Hubcast, a podcast made possible through a grant from the American Humanist Association. This show is a project of the Secular Hub, a Denver nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting community, altruism, reason, and education across the diverse secular community of the Front Range region. For more information and to become a member, visit secularhub.org.
1: Hello! Welcome to the Secular Hubcast. This is just a brief warning before the episode begins. Today's topic is a pretty serious one. It's the topic of abortion. Please keep that in mind when you consider whether this episode is for you or not. In addition, I would just like to remind everyone that the views expressed by the hosts and guests on the Secular Hubcast do not necessarily reflect the views of the Secular Hub its board or any of its members. Thank you. Welcome to the Secular Hubcast and thank you for joining us. My name is Jesse Gilbertson and I have invited two of my friends here uh, into the studio to have a discussion. First joining us is someone who's been with us a lot recently, Melissa. Melissa, how are you doing?
2: Oh, I'm doing all right today. Yeah. And thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much. And back on the podcast after a little break is Ruth Ruth Welcome.
0: Hey Jesse. Hey everybody. How you doing?
1: Ruth, you were one of the first ones I thought of when I heard about all the news concerning the new law in Alabama. Now is that a law or is it a bill? Has it been passed?
0: So it has been signed um, by their governor. It is not enacted yet.
1: Okay. But it's gone through the whole process and it's basically. It has gone gonna, through the whole process. And yeah. so what 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 are we talking about here?
0: So um, it is supposedly going to be enacted in November of this year.
1: Can you tell us the name of this law?
0: Um, it says, This act shall be known as the Alabama Human Life Protection Act.
1: Alabama Human Life Protection Act.
0: I, I was actually trying to find the like amendment number, but they keep referencing Amendment 621 of the Constitution of Alabama of 1901. So it is Amendment 621.
1: Okay. It's an amendment to the Alabama Constitution? Yes. Okay.
0: It is essentially being dubbed the most restrictive abortion law in the country. Um, Most senators, most legal people, pundits, whatever you want to call them, are positive that this one will not actually be passed in Alabama or become an actual law in Alabama, mostly because of how restrictive it is and how it goes against Roe v. Wade. Okay. And the whole point, some people believe, of the writing of this bill – Um, is so that it can move through the court system um, to become a direct challenge within the the Supreme Court to Roe v. Wade.
1: Right, good, got it. Well, we're sitting here on May 27th, 2019, and this law, the reason we're talking about it, it, it may or may not go through, and it may or may not go through the courts and make it up to the Supreme Court, but it's not alone. There's a whole sort of wave of these sort of anti-abortion laws that are being pushed all across the country right now, mm-hmm. and we wanted to talk about that and what what it means in our wider world and for mm-hmm. women. And I wanted to invite the two of you here because I think this is a conversation that should be led by women. I know that m- almost entirely men, or it might be it might be entirely men in the Alabama legislature who are pushing this. I'm not sure.
0: Uh, it's 25. Uh, 25- Male Republicans were the main push behind this one. But it was signed by a female governor, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was the most frustrating point of all oh, of this. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Okay. And, and these attempted restrictions on abortion tend to be pushed by men because it's not just about a medical procedure that a woman undergoes. It's about bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. And a, can a woman decide what, she, what happens to her body? Or can she be forced to give birth to a child she doesn't want? Uh, it has to do with equal rights. It has to do with a lot of things besides just a medical procedure. So I would kind of like to turn it over to the two of you. And Ruth, where do you want to take us with this conversation first?
0: Well, I think just kind of what where I started from with this one, I was hearing a lot of misconceptions of... You know, people were thinking, oh, well, immediately abortion is outlawed in Alabama. Even if you go across state, they'll still prosecute you. They're going to throw women into jail immediately. And so I decided to go ahead and just read the actual bill, the wording of it, to get an idea of what it actually says. I I don't want to read the whole thing here, but it's not very long. Hmm. Um, It's a very quick read. It's probably about a five-minute read. Typically, Bill's of this nature are very quick to read it's written by an attorney by a lawyer um, but it's kind of meant to be written in layman terms all right so it is it is actually not a difficult thing to read it's just more of a frustrating thing to read so it kind of starts out just like any other bill that says we're amending the Constitution of Alabama Um, what this law is going to say or enact makes all the other ones regarding this null and void, which is a typical thing that you see in legal um, bills that come up. You know, when there's a new one that comes that defines what's going on, it kind of nixes everything that's happened before. Um, That's not uncommon to see at all. The thing that really punches you with this one is their language throughout the entire bill. They made it so that you absolutely have to have an emotional Emotional response Mm. to this bill. They use terms like "unborn child" instead of "fetus" or "embryo." They use the term "mother" a lot instead of "the woman." They will use imaging such as uh, the Holocaust or the Rwandan genocide.
1: Really? Oh,
0: yes, they do. Okay. So it's so there's um, there's a part in the beginning of this one. Uh, section 1, subsection E, where it actually says abortion advocates speak to women's rights, but they ignore the unborn child, while medical science has increasingly recognized the humanity of the unborn child. My only comment to that one is uh, citation needed first. Right? Um, and also, uh, don't ignore the woman to protect the fetus just because you feel like it has you have the moral high ground. Um, this is just the beginning of this bill where it's, it just has so many emotional gut punches in here and they, they meant to have it that way. Did you read the, the bill and it's not in
2: its entirety? No. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Subsection F says, Recent medical advances prove a baby's heart starts to beat around six weeks. At about eight weeks, the heartbeat can be heard through an ultrasound examination. A fetal Doppler can detect a fetal heartbeat as early as 10 weeks. Okay, just because there's an organ beginning to move does not mean it's a viable thing. I mean, even the brain is not a functioning brain until the third trimester.
2: Well, and I was looking, and I don't know how true this is, but I've seen other comments where it's like, it's not really a heartbeat, it's something Mm -hmm. else going on.
0: It's more like, um, electrical impulses are just kind of happening. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even to that point, if it is a real heartbeat going, but the brain isn't functioning, there are so many instances where we take people off life support Mm -hmm. if their heart is beating, but they have no brain function. Exactly. So it's... It's frustrating to to read this one, where it's, it's obvious that it was mostly written from an emotional appeal and not necessarily a medical one, right right. This one, I thought, was the dumbest thing I think in here. Subsection G says ultrasound imaging shows a developing child in utero. That was a point of theirs. It's like, <laughs> duh <laughs> well, yeah. And I yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know. This one is another one that kind of is like, really why? So subsection H. As early as six weeks after fertilization, fetal photography shows the clear development of a human being. The Alabama Department of Public Health publication, quote, did you know, unquote, demonstrates through actual pictures at two week intervals throughout the entire pregnancy, the clear images of a developing human being. My only response to that is, clouds look like puppies. I'm not about to put a collar on it and name the damn thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's going to look like something's developing. But you can actually see an ultrasound of almost any animal. And it kind of looks like a little bit of a weird shape that could go in any way, shape, or form. Especially
2: mammals. They all kind of look the same at that point. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, I, I think to your larger point, Ruth, you're saying that. They're arguing their points, and they're using an appeal to emotion, an appeal to... Like, they're painting a picture that what's happening in an abortion is a, a totally real individual human is getting massacred or slaughtered or whatever. It's It seems like that's from your description. And regardless of whatever the individual points are,
0: mm-hmm. each
1: point is forwarded so as to, to make that narrative stronger.
0: Yes. Just everything about this is, is really... It's not really scientific. It, I don't know how else to to say yes. You're absolutely right. That's that's what I'm trying to say. They are they're trying to make this into an emotional appeal and almost nothing more. There, I, when reading through this, there is no there. There's nothing in here that says you know if a girl or a woman is is raped or assaulted or if they have any any like mental issues that they need to have. Uh, miscarriage they would allow that and even if you do have a medical issue you have to have at least two doctors sign off that's fun
1: really okay.
0: yeah that's
2: ridiculous
0: like- <laughs> yeah so it, i it, can't
1: yeah, it's bonkers if you had a tumor or something you wouldn't have to go to two oncologists to get yeah. it diagnosed to get but it, but because it's do you think it's there just to uh to make it more difficult more time con- consuming and costly i
0: i'm i'm not sure what their reasoning for that is but you can make a claim of having to go to one doctor and have them say yeah you have a medical condition that will make this awful for you or how you you would be in danger to have a child and even if so or even if you didn't if you had like you just mentally can't handle the thought of having a child, which is absolutely a thing for many women, you still have to have two doctors say that you are going to physically harm yourself or the child.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Um and you have to have one doctor that that will say yes, this is going to be um they ha- they're, they're go- they have a serious uh, mental illness. Um and because of it, let's see what does this actually says. The condition may exist if a second physician who is licensed in Alabama or as a psychiatrist with a minimum of three years of clinical experience examines the woman and documents that the woman has a diagnosed serious mental illness, and because of it, there is reasonable medical judgment that she will engage in contact that could result in her death or the death of her unborn child. If the mental health diagnosis and likelihood of conduct is confirmed, as provided in this act, and it is determined that the termination of her pregnancy is medically necessary to avoid the conduct, the termination may be performed and shall only be performed by a physician licensed in Alabama with admitting hospital admitting privileges. It, it just, like, I had to read that about four or five times, and even now I didn't read it very well. <laughs> right. Um, but when you're looking at this, you have to have two doctors sign off that you're going to physically harm a child or yourself. So the, like Im- the implications of to. that, well, yeah. One, you have to go see the doctor the first right. time. You you may or may not have health insurance. That can easily be $300, $400 right there. Seeing a psychiatrist on top of that is going to be another three or $400. And then if you do have a psychiatrist say that you have a serious mental illness, when maybe you really don't, you just really am not ready for a child Then you have this on your permanent medical record Mm -hmm. that you have a mental illness. So it's just the implications in in the long term of this one are completely ridiculous. And then somewhere down here says that you can have an abortion if there is a medical issue. But you still have to have the secondary doctor sign off on it within 180 days of the abortion. So you can have one doctor say that you need an, an abortion have the abortion, and then within the 180 days, you have to have a second doctor. However, if the second doctor does not agree with the first doctor, then the first doctor could potentially be like,
1: liable for liable. Li- like it, it's a class I- A
0: felony, which holds a a term of 10 to 99 years, so essentially wow. a life in prison. Wow. Um, the secondary doctor, nothing happens to him. The woman, nothing happens to her. So this is really just against the original treating physician. To intimidate doctors. Yeah, they're yes. trying to scare the doctors right. off There's so they won't do
2: the procedure at all anymore.
0: Right, um, so there's nothing in here that says that a woman is going to go to jail if she has an abortion. I also want to point out this is something I heard that I had to look up just to make sure because it sounded completely ridiculous. There's nothing in here that says a woman can't go to another state and get an abortion. <laughs> there was some things. Oh well, <laughs> if you go to another state and come back, you can you can go to jail. That's not true. Okay, it says nothing like that in here.
1: And the you you mentioned rape and incest. Those, yeah. are, those aren't even mentioned at all. No,
0: not at all. Not at all. Um, it actually says, yeah, there's there's nothing in here that specifically says, you know, any other reason why someone can have have an, an abortion, just if there's a medical necessary that's the only need and excision. it has to be signed off by at least two doctors. Wow. They do say that a woman who has a miscarriage or if she needs... They don't necessarily say miscarriage at all. What they say is, if a woman needs to have tissue removed, or if a an unborn child has died, needs to be removed. If that's something that needs to, it actually says remove a dead unborn child okay. or to deliver an unborn child prematurely. Um, there, All their reasons that they have in here are all m- medically necessary or if um, there's something wrong with the, with the unborn child is what they say. Okay. Um, so there's nothing in there that says anything about rape or incest.
1: Okay. It's just not in there at all.
0: Okay. Not in there so, at all. Got it. Um, well, it does say... Um, there's a lot of definitions that they put in here from... Serious health risk to the unborn child's mother. What it has a definition of a woman in here, which is I think is hilarious.
1: Did you share that?
0: Yeah, it is in section three, subsection eight, and it says, "Woman: a female human being, whether or not she has reached the age of majority," which basically means the age age of maturity. So even this is even talking about like children who are on who are not who are minors.
1: Yeah, it could be a twelve-year-old, a twelve-year-old,
0: eleven-year-old, whatever. Female
1: human. That's
0: all. Uh, female human. It says also in uh, subsection seven here. It says, "Unborn child, child, or person is defined as a human being, specifically including an unborn child in utero at any stage of development, regardless of viability." So that's where that comes from. You know, the typically an abortion will happen at twenty-four or twenty-six weeks, um, or no, no, no further past that, right, right. Um, unless it's a late-term abortion. And so even if it's like six weeks, they're saying here that there is no distinction about viability at all. Right,
2: right. It doesn't matter if it's viable, it's still
0: a child. Exactly, exactly. So how how are you seeing this compared to some of the other abortion laws that are going on? It's just much more
2: restrictive. Most of them give you at least some amount of time, you know? I mean, at at least eight weeks. Even that's not enough, because a lot of women don't even know until then. But, you know, at least they're giving them some time, or they're having exceptions for rape and incest, they're having, you know, the life of the mother, that kind of thing. But, I mean, obviously this one does the life of the mother too, but it's just, this one is the most restrictive. Right.
1: Yeah, it seems to me... Like, there's no option for a choice on abortion. Mm-hmm. No, so um, there's no choice for a woman.
0: It's also pretty obvious that the uh, men who wrote this have no idea how a woman's <laughs> body works. Um, how so? Um, so Republican Clyde Chambliss um, is in the news a lot right now. Isn't that a fun name to say? Who's
1: Clyde Chambliss?
0: Um, Clyde Chambliss is an Alabama uh, representative, uh, he is obviously a Republican. Uh, And Mr. Clyde has said a few very funny things in the news recently. He said, quote, I'm not trained medically, so I don't know the proper medical terminology and timelines. But from what I've read, what I've been told, there's some period of time before you can know a woman is pregnant. End quote. The fuck does that mean? What? Any idea? No (laughs) idea. Well, yeah. I I was talking
1: about like before you miss your first period, maybe.
0: That's what I'm. Yeah, that but like, thing. why would I go and get an abortion in that time frame? Yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> so, so somebody did make a good point. Um, with Some of this, he may be thinking about the morning after pill. Oh, so he he said a woman could end her pregnancy if she did not know she was pregnant. Which
1: wait a minute, what? Are, what are... <laughs> So if you're not pregnant and you take a morning after pill, you're mm-hmm. still going to suffer, right? So It's not fun to take those things, am I right? So
0: it's, it's not. I've taken, a, uh, I've taken the morning after pill yeah. three times mm-hmm. now, I believe. Um, and the f- wonderful thing is it's like 50 bucks over the counter. You mm-hmm. go out to Walgreens mm-hmm. and you embarrass nobody for about a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not embarrassing at all. But you you take it used to be that you would take two pills but now I think it's just one yeah, it's pill. Just one. Um and it used to make me nauseous as hell. Mm. And that's all there is to that. Yeah. You really take it within what is it 72 hours of of when you had unprotected sex or god forbid if you were raped or you know assaulted you 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 take this so that it basically Prevents a pregnancy. It, it stops a, a fertilized egg from being able to attach. Embedding, okay, mm-hmm, in
1: the mm-hmm, and yeah.
0: One. So,
1: so that's what Mr. Chambliss is talking about.
0: I. He's basically, I, every God time God I hope sex. so. I don't. I don't know if he knows what he's talking about. He he actually did also come out and say that he's not smart enough to get pregnant. Um <laughs> I don't think it requires intelligence. I, 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 I think sure. it requires more than more of the equipment than he has, you know? <laughs> it's like dude. Um also he uh has also come under fire. Uh, this whole bill has come under fire because it does not include in vitro whatsoever. So oh. embryos that are um that are fertilized, like they're ready to go and be implanted. They are not um affected by this law whatsoever. He actually did come out and say, the egg in the lab doesn't apply. It's not in a woman. She's not pregnant. Yeah, I heard that one before, yeah, too. And I, I was just like, are you that serious? Was, that was one that I wanted to look up to make sure it was something that he said, and fuck yeah, he said it. And my understanding of that one is mostly because you've got a lot of Christian Republicans who are upper middle class, who are having some fertility issues, and if they use in vitro and they get their, their two kids like they wanted but mm-hmm. you know when you do in vitro it might fertilize or you, you might come up with 10 eggs yep. that are ready to go and they're about viable for mm, 3 years mm-hmm. maybe okay. and frozen um, and if you don't use them they are either essentially discarded right. okay. or they're implanted
1: so the lot the law doesn't force you to take those frozen eggs and, and implant them in someone. The law
0: and, says zip about have, it. Nothing. You have
1: to have deck tuplets. Like yeah, you have to have all to mom,
0: right?
1: <laughs> dek- 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> so it, it that's that's really you know the part that just makes I think most women want to pull their hair out because it's right. like inconsistent, all right, the
2: hip- it's, it's, it's it's very incons- it's
0: incredibly hypocritical, it's inconsistent, and it's really just cementing that this is more about controlling a woman's body than saving the life of a child. Right. Well, it's like the old thing where they're
2: like, if you had the baby in one hand and the fertilized egg in the other, which yes. one are you going to drop? You know, Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> there's a fire in a building. There's a three year old mm-hmm. and there's a pile of embryos. Which one do you grab to get out of the fire? Yep. I mean, it's, they, they can sit there and argue all they want about an embryo is, is God's, you know, light and everything and blah, blah, blah. They're not going to do anything for a petri dish. Exactly. They're not.
1: Okay. Do you want to talk about the comparisons to the Holocaust and Rwanda? Oh, yeah. Rwanda let's
0: let's find that portion in here because it is super awesome. Um, they just started this entire thing with an emotional appeal. Section one, subsection I. And bear with me. I'm not great at reading aloud. We as we already are, already know. <clears throat> so it says it is estimated that six million Jewish people were murdered in German concentration camps during World War II. Three million people were executed by Joseph Stalin's regime and Soviet gulag. Two point five million people were murdered during the Chinese, quote, Great Leap Forward in 1958 Uh, 1.5 million to 3 million people were murdered in Cambodia during the 1970s, and approximately 1 million people were murdered during the Rwandan genocide in 1994. All of these were widely acknowledged to have been crimes against humanity. By comparison, more than 50 million babies have been aborted in the United States since the Roe v. Wade decision in 1973, more than three times the number who were killed in the German death camps, Chinese purge, Stalin's gulags, Cambodian killing fields and the Rwandan genocide combined
1: wow you women are monsters
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude there's a lot of Republican men out there who pay for them right yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah just saying. <laughs> Republican um, senators always get their abortions taken care of <laughs>
0: true um, okay, okay
1: so like Melissa can you tell me what what do you think about that comparison like how does it strike you
2: it's just, I don't even know how to put it into words. It's so upsetting because it's like, it's such, to me at least, it's different because those were atrocities that to me, I guess what you would call evil people did and, and for no reason at all that, that you can even, there's no good reason for any of that. But with abortion, yeah, it's, it's a necessary evil. It's something that women have to do sometimes. Women don't always have a choice about it because of their health, you know? And it, so to me, it's like it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. You're not going out there and genociding children. And my other thought is, well, if we really have had 50 million abortions in the last 40-some-odd years, what were we supposed to do with 50 more million mouths to feed, you know? like.
0: <laughs> so yeah. that yeah. actually that brings up a really good point. There is... Um, I always like to read this story, or not read it, but I always like to bring up this story Um, if you've ever read Super Freakonomics, if you know anything about it. It's a really awesome book. It's fun. Anyway, um, there's this whole thing in there where I believe it was in Romania where they um, criminalized abortion across the board. So it was not an option for women anymore. And then all of a sudden you have these underprivileged, underprivileged women having these children and they have no way of supporting them. They don't want them. They're undereducated. The children become undereducated because the schools get flooded. Mm -hmm. Then they start turning to crime and they have no structure because the moms didn't want them in the first place and they couldn't afford them and they're impoverished. And then they rise up and they overthrow the leader who made abortion illegal, (laughs) (laughs) which was hilarious. Um, But it was just one of those things where you've got to think about the lasting impression Mm -hmm. that something like this is going to have and you know with so many people on the anti-choice side who come out and they don't want to teach any kind of helpful sex Mm -hmm. education Mm -hmm. in schools they want to outlaw what they call abortion pills basically birth control Mm -hmm. they they absolutely refuse to acknowledge the overlying education problem that is a, a root Issue with this, and then they want to outlaw abortion. Those are also the same people that don't want to support Medicaid for right. all, they don't want to support WIC, they don't want to support food stamps. It's what are you supposed to be doing? And these are still the same people that will say, Oh, well, we can't let people from other countries come here because we have to take care of ourselves first. Who the fuck do you think you're supposed to be taking care of? Right? It, it's well, frustrating,
1: it's fine because. There's a lot of guns out there, thanks to the Second Amendment, and you know we can have we kill <laughs> them. Off, I'm kill my them off.
0: abortion by force.
1: <laughs> kill, kill them off after they're older, right? Right. Or you know, there's always the death penalty. We get to kill people, lots, you know, lots of people through that.
0: So. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like these people who are pro-life or anti-choice or whatever you want to call them, and then there are also pro-death penalty. Yeah, it's really frustrating. <laughs> I.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm in favor of gun ownership mm-hmm. and. I in a favorable woman's right to choose. Of course. So I think kill them before they're born, kill them after they're born. It's all the same. <laughs> sure, Jesse. Like, I'm consistent. <laughs> just kill them, period. <laughs> I'm just consistent, is all I'm saying.
0: Well, the thing is, I believe Melissa and I have had, you know, advantages where we, you know, I've, I've always had a way to be able to get birth control or mm-hmm. condoms mm-hmm. or I was well educated my mother did not pull any punches when she <laughs> explained things <laughs> yeah, to me. She was a single mom and she did not want that for her kids either. But you know there's there's just so many women out there who just have no idea. Mm-hmm. And even if they did have an idea there's so many women out there who don't have a choice when they get assaulted. When they get raped. I mean, I was raped when I was 18, and I had the ability to go to a hospital. I had health insurance. They did the the rape kit, the whole thing. They gave me about a 1,000 shots and pills, and one of them was the morning after pill. I was lucky enough to be able to do that.
1: All right. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine yourself being... In Alabama, if this law went through and being subjected to that? I
0: can't imagine myself being in Alabama for any goddamn reason <laughs> whatsoever. Now you can, my accent? Come out, because I'm so frustrated. Okay, let's just
1: say there was a Republican wave in Colorado, and this law got passed in Colorado.
0: You want to move to Oregon?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: it won't be good for my depression, but I would rather live there than somewhere right, right. I couldn't be free to have access to everything
1: I need. Yeah, but that's okay. Again, you said you're privileged. You said that you in a minute ago. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. We're we're move.
0: privileged enough to be able to make a choice about where we live. Right. And if I if I wanted to pick up and move somewhere, I could. You're absolutely right. That's a good point, Jesse. It's just this whole thing is frustrating. A lot of this comes from what, oh, I, I guess I didn't mention this. There was the the part where the um, Senator Chambliss, mm-hmm. where he said, I'm not smart enough to be pregnant. The rest of that quote was, I'm not smart enough to be pregnant, so I'm just going to listen to what the Holy Father tells me.
2: Because <laughs> your imaginary friend knows all about pregnancy. Right, right,
0: right. <laughs> so, so a lot of these abortion, you know, the the... You know, anti-choice people, they're really... They don't have a medical reasoning Mm-mm. for wanting to have an, a ban on abortion. It really comes from, you know, what the Holy Bible says. Mm-hmm. And just for shits and giggles, I brought my Bible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <laughs> Ruth, uh, Actually, Melissa, can you describe... Ruth, hand that to her. <laughs> for our listeners, describe it.
2: Oh, God. Right, It's this... Lovely, kind of faded pink color, and it's got all kinds of stains on it. And let's got some fun stickers in here. God loves us and sent His Son.
0: <laughs>
1: what, what, what name is on the front cover?
2: Amy McLeod.
0: That's that's me. That's me. That's From my back first in the name. Day. Yeah, but I she thought...
2: has changed. She put warning: belief in this book may endanger your life. On
1: there
0: too. So, <laughs> so this this Bible was um, given to me by my grandparents, I believe, when I was. 9 or 10. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm really not sure. So, I've had this this Bible for well over 20 years. Um it is it's in it's a King James version. So it's not new King James. It is it is King James. Mm. So there's a lot of like these, these and thous and has <laughs> and all this and beque- you know showed. bs and all this. There's a lot of a lot of words that an eight-year-old had no idea what it meant. Um and if Barely. you see the the top of here, it has all these colorful little post-it notes because I have gone through over the years and found a lot of hypocrisies in here. Um there's a few highlights from when I was still a believer. I've actually read this thing three times, cover to cover. Wow. Um, and I get in I get into arguments with religious people a lot. They tell me to read the Bible, and then I tell them I have several times and ask them if they have. And I get a lot of, uh, well, you know, I've read parts that my pastor told me to read. And it's like, yeah, oh most, well, exactly. This parts. is your stupid book. You should be reading it. <laughs> so, so there's. A Sorry. lot of
1: these are the abortion bans. We're going to talk a little bit more beyond just Alabama, but a lot of them are motivated by the Bible. So, mm-hmm. what is it that you want to share with us from the Bible?
0: So, there are several passages in here that I believe, if I if I read them out, you know, if somebody's listening to this who is religious, they can probably come back to me and say, um, "Oh, well, you're reading that out of context." Maybe you are, you know, <laughs> whatevs. So, um, this first one, I'm trying to find it. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. That's how that works. The like one that puts us to death if we work on a Sunday.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's fun. I'll just have to tell my job
0: that I can never work on a Sunday. Oh, here it is.
1: How is Bible study going?
0: Oh, you know, Bible study is Bible study. I was actually in Starbucks with my Bible out. Oh, yeah? Which felt awkward.
1: feel <laughs> <laughs> like... You gotta put you gotta put some other book over it so no one can see. Yeah, yeah.
0: Pretty so, cool. so um, one of the passages I'm not gonna read, you know, every single passage that I found. I think what I'll do is just read um, a couple that are just like, oh, okay, that's obvious. And then there's, um, and then I'll just kind of read off like what some of the other sections or passages are. So if people want to look them up on their own, that's cool. So my first one that I like is Leviticus 27:6. Um and in the King James version it says, And if it be from a month old until five years old, then thy estimation shall be of the male five shekels of silver. So they're not even putting value on a child until they're a month old. <laughs> okay. Um that one's fun. And then this one this one pops up a lot just because it actually gives a recipe for an abortion. Let's
1: hear it. Remember when you were in Bible study? And you had to memorize by rote certain verses.
0: God, it was awful. We
1: should we should do that with all the like ones where they talk about like slaughtering babies and raping people and like conquering <laughs> all the horrible <laughs> stuff. Should, as atheists, those are the ones five. we should memorize.
0: Oh, here it is. So um, in Numbers five eleven through thirty, um, it actually has a passage in there so that a man who thinks his wife has cheated on him and possibly with child can bring her to a priest and the priest takes some holy water and some dust from the floor Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. mixes it together and pours it on top of some oats and then she drinks it and if it tastes bitter to her then she has committed adultery (laughs) Um, (laughs) and it will basically curse her body. So... Saying she'll have a miscarriage, mm. um, and if it's not bitter and everything's great, then she'll be fine. So it's the most ridiculous thing on the planet. Um,
1: yeah, it's a magic potion,
0: magic dust from magic the floor, dirt. <laughs> magic dirt. But I mean, there's there's Hosea nine fourteen well, hold on, to sixteen. Hold on. In, in that case, wait. Hmm?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. In no, that go case, ahead. in that case, it sounds like this Alabama law should say if she's with child, but it's her husband. Mm-hmm. Then it's protected, but if she was raped or something, then it should definitely be aborted.
0: Well, that is actually not specifically even talking about rape. It's it's talking about if she laid with another man. Which oh, okay.
1: So if she was like,
0: you know, and spr- and
1: spreading it around, to, so the, to the guys in the neighborhood. The, then the Bible you can really, have an abortion.
0: the Bible really only talks about rape if it's you know, spoils of war and, mm-hmm. and crap like that. So it could it could potentially be yeah if if a woman is raped you know in the bible this way and they don't want this child then all you got to do is get some dust from the floor <laughs> <laughs> and pour it on top of some barley and and some holy water and you're good to go um but i mean there's there's passages in the bible where where god says you know rip unborn babies from from the mother's womb and in, in any any good Religious historian is also going to come out and say things like, Well, you know, God said I knew you before you were created in the womb, or I, I, I made you, and all this. Sure. All that really does is prove once again that the Holy Bible was written by a bunch of men 2,000 mm-hmm. years ago who had no idea what the mm-hmm. fuck was going on. <laughs> so to take it literally and to use it. To create laws in our society today is completely ridiculous. Absolutely. I mean, we have a separation of church and state for a reason. Exactly. Because this means nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems pretty obvious to me, sitting here from my vantage point, that the Alabama law you're talking about, Mm -hmm. that that conceived this conversation we're having now, Mm -hmm. is theocratic.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's no there's no other way about it. This is a completely...
1: The theocracy of Alabama.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, they are trying to put God where, frankly, it doesn't belong.
1: Right. And, uh, and possibly provoke a fight that would take it all the way to the Supreme Court. And thanks to the conservative majority on the court, potentially yeah. it could, could change and eliminate abortion rights mm-hmm. all across the nation. Mm-hmm. We
0: have a Republican-controlled Senate... A Cheeto in the White House that would basically agree <laughs> with, any, with anything that's oh, going to yeah. get him reelected. And then, you know, Kavanaugh, who has a history of, you know, denying women their, their rights. Right. And the problem is, I think, we made this into an arguable right. I mean, it, it wasn't something that was, you know, granted to us in the Constitution originally. So now it's something that has become a political football right. to punt around. And it's frustrating.
1: You got that right. Mm. Well, Ruth, thanks very much for that exploration of Alabama's law and their attempts to control women. Melissa, mm-hmm. I think you've done a little bit of research because Alabama is not the only place that's that has this law going on. Right. It's, it's an extremely Republican place. The legislature of the state is all controlled by Republicans and the governor is Republican as well. But Alabama isn't the only state where that condition exists, so...
2: Yeah, there's a bunch of different states trying to do stuff with abortion right now. Most of them, in a way, that's not good. But some of them, in a way, that's great. So, Okay. Um, basically, like Arkansas, they're doing one after a ban after 18 weeks into pregnancy, with exceptions. So, exceptions for rape, incest, medical emergencies, that kind of thing. Okay.
0: That's good, at least. Yeah. Georgia, we get something.
1: 18 weeks is still not oh. even close to long enough.
0: No, it's not.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Georgia has the fetal heartbeat ban once again.
0: We talked about that. It's yeah. useless.
2: What does that even mean? Uh, Indiana, they've signed two laws this year banning the dilation and evacuation, which is the second trimester yeah. mm-hmm. uh, option. So. You- You know, first trimester only, which once again, okay, how many people, you know, figure that out by then?
1: What was the other one?
2: Yeah, the other one was the seat dilation and evacuation, which also has exceptions for substantial and irreversible physical damage from continuing the pregnancy. Okay. Kind of vague. And then the other would give more medical professionals the option to choose not to perform abortions or take part in abortion-inducing care so the doctor can opt out.
1: Okay. Well, that that is the state that gave us our lovely vice president, Pence. Yes. Indiana. So thanks,
2: Lovely, lovely Pence. Pence. <laughs> um, Kentucky did a heartbeat bill, but it's temporarily been blocked from going into effect.
0: Because, of course, it has.
2: Yeah, because most of these are going to get blocked. Yeah. The state, uh, Mississippi's passed a heartbeat abortion ban. Uh, Missouri did an eight-week abortion ban. <laughs> Eight. Yeah, they're all trying to get in on this action here. Uh, however in New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo signed a bill that protects access to abortion, even if Roe v. Wade is overturned.
0: Nice. <laughs> yep. The
2: law decriminalizes abortion and allows some late-term abortions in cases where the fetus is not viable or when necessary to protect the mother's life. So basically, if you need an abortion, go to New York. Right. <laughs> if you can afford Again, it. Again,
0: privilege. Yep.
2: <laughs> Ohio, another fetal heartbeat. And we've just... Yeah, Utah is the 18 weeks, so... Still not quite enough time, but at least that's better than a lot of these.
1: That's three and a half months. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, you should know by then. But then again, there's people like that have PCOS that have such irregular periods that they may not know until four or five months. Exactly. Exactly. So,
0: I'm like, I I don't even get a period anymore because of the birth control that Mm -hmm, I take. mm -hmm. Like, I was actually talking about this the other day when when I started on this birth control and it stopped my period. I took a, like, a peat stick test every month for about six months. <laughs> I panicked because I didn't want to have to fall victim to, like, like... Then I'd have to, like, learn the law all of a sudden to figure out what I could not couldn't do. Yeah, exactly. And it's exactly. freaking ridiculous.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow, okay.
2: Yeah, and basically there's a couple other states. North Dakota, uh, second mm-hmm. trimester abortion is banned. Tennessee... Oh, it would make abortion illegal if Roe v. Wade is altered or overturned. So basically, nothing there yet, unless everything goes to the court. <laughs>
0: they're they're just like sitting in wait for mm-hmm. something like this Alabama ban mm-hmm. to get all the way up to Supreme Court, and you can only hope that Kavanaugh will say what he has or do what he says he'll do, where he's like, oh no, well then we'll we'll keep precedents, or you gotta hope that the The Supreme Court will choose not to take this on and right. just field it back to the lower courts because Kavanaugh has said, you know, I'll keep precedence if this comes up to to me, but he hasn't exactly proved himself to yeah, do right? stuff like that. He's yeah. not. No, there's no reason trustworthy. Yeah, no, no reason he's not. He's he's a douche canoe. Come on, <laughs> I like beer. And
2: then, uh, let's see here. Texas is expected to sign an abortion bill that would punish any doctor who failed to treat an infant that survived an abortion procedure. So that's an interesting huh. statement so, <laughs> there. Whatever that might mean. I don't know, like, what do they mean by treat it? Like, keep it alive, go give it up to... So the, they're basically adoption saying
0: if, if, you know, they try to do a late-term abortion we, and know, all of part- a sudden... Partial the, you know, birth Partial birth and,
1: the, and the fetus
0: or the... the Whatever it is, actually comes out. The fetus comes out and it's still like breathing or whatever. So they're basically mandating that, you know, you have to do medical treatment on this thing, Mm -hmm. which can endure thousands of dollars in medical bills for something that is most likely not going to survive anyway. Right, right. And sometimes a woman will have a late-term abortion because, actually, fucking 95% of the time a woman is having a late-term abortion because there is a... A fetal anom- anomaly mm-hmm. with with the fetus. It is most likely a child that they wanted. Right. Something that they've got a room set up for. They've got names picked out. And then all of a sudden, they realize that this the, the baby isn't going to survive. Mm-hmm. And so they go in and they do this so that a woman doesn't have to endure carrying it full term. Yeah. And so then it comes out halfway and the damn thing is still breathing. And then... Now they have to go through the whole rigmarole to try to keep it alive for as long as possible, which is m- mentally horrible oh, for everyone yeah. involved. Yeah. So it's just.
1: Not to mention, it's something that could be used selectively to go after doctors. Yes. Who right. Who right. Commit, yeah, who yeah. commit abortions.
0: Then you're going to have doctors who just don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Terrifying chilling effect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: Okay. Wow.
2: Yeah, so those are the ones that they're so Texas, that we are finish, coming up. finished yeah. with
1: Texas, or mm-hmm. are there more?
2: There's I've some,
0: done with Texas yeah. There. There's some <laughs> other
2: ones that are being considered, but those are the ones that are coming up being passed right now.
1: Okay, wow. Mm. And, and so you said New York has a, they have a, a particular facet to the law that says even if Roe v. Wade is overturned, you can still do it in the state That's of New York. That's correct. Is New York the only one that has something like that?
2: Um, that's the only one that I, that I that's already passed, but there was one that was being considered. Let me figure out what state that was. Hold on. Oh, uh, Illinois uh, says a proposed bill would make abortion a fundamental right. Liberals. I know. All those liberals <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, that's all very interesting. Thank you for finding that research and sharing that with us. Thank you.
2: Oh, you're very welcome.
0: That was awesome. A lot of research.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Okay, so Ruth, hmm. so we've covered the Alabama law. We've mm-hmm. covered some stuff from the Bible. We've mm-hmm. covered what's going on in other states.
0: I did want to point out that there are, unfortunately, now only three Planned Parenthood or places where you can actually go and have an abortion, an abortion in Alabama right now. Okay, wow. Um,
1: Alabama's a big place. There's only three, yeah, it's three it's in the a whole pretty state. big
0: state. Yeah, it's it's. Big block down there. Wow. You can go to another state to get an abortion if you absolutely had to. It is not in effect yet. So it's not that these places are going to be shut down. If you already have something scheduled, you can absolutely still go through it, through with it. It's frustrating to me to see so many people be anti abortion and they think of it as something that is wrong, something that is as bad, something that poor uneducated women go through and it's something that they say one in four women in their lifetime will Mm -hmm. have an abortion um so it 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 affects every class of women every education Mm -hmm. level of women um, every reasoning for a woman that they need one um and also it's not pro-choice doesn't mean that i'm pro-abortion right Mm -hmm. i am pro-education i am pro a woman choosing to carry a child and have one every single day of the week. I'm not going to sit here and see a pregnant woman and go, "Do you know how much sex is going to cost you?" <laughs> right. Which, by the way, I know how much it's going to cost yeah. to raise a child right now. Without college, is about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I think right now, maybe right. three hundred. Wow. mind. Um, but it's just you know, I'm I'm not anti-child. I'm not anti-mother. I'm not anti. Man having a choice here either. I think. I think if you are in a relationship with a man and you have, you you need to have a conversation mm-hmm. about it. But it ultimately comes down to what is the woman willing and able to do.
1: Mm-hmm. I well, fundamentally, the women are going to have more responsibility. Of right. course, right. I think right. there's more you know, single mothers out there than single fathers. Oh yeah, right. it's oh, a lot yeah. more common. Oh yeah, because the guy the guy has the option of walking. It's not. The child isn't physically inside him, mm-hmm. right. growing off of his, like, right. his nutrients, putting and stuff. him at risk right. yeah right. you know right. for me as as a guy if i if i may i have you know my attitudes toward abortion are mixed, I've never been in the boat mm-hmm. uh, there was a a couple times in my younger years where I had like condoms break oh yeah. And then I had to sit around for a couple of weeks, like, nervously until mm-hmm. she had a period, you know? And then it's like... <laughs> so Always a fun experience? Yeah. <laughs> dodging a bullet you on You thought
0: that. you were dodging a bullet. Are yeah. you kidding? No. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: but I have a lot of sympathy for that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, I, I feel really conflicted because I, on, like, an emotional, on a really... On, on a level that exists below rational thought, mm-hmm. I think about an unborn child in a similar way as the republicans who purport these laws Mm -hmm. i think that it is a person and that that person should have a life right but i the the woman is already there she already has a life right and if abortion isn't available we're going to have bad outcomes we're going to have women who i mean women they're they're equal to any other person they have a choice about things in their own life that's really important all on its own Mm -hmm. and if they if they if the choice is taken away women are going to Still seek abortions. They're right. gonna have to. Right. It's just gonna right. be more expensive, more right. difficult, and more dangerous. Right. So oh, yeah. for my my attitude is it's. I think Melissa used the term necessary evil. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it's necessary. Just like I don't, I don't want to try and make a comparison, but our society is full of unnecessary evils because oh, yes. society is so complex and so messy. Right. Of, course, right. of course. And and these kind of laws, like we have in Alabama, in the list that you went over, Melissa they're they're just bad for women and they're bad for society in general. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If if they work in their best case scenario, mm-hmm. you're just gonna have a, a bunch of bunch more unwanted children. Right, <laughs> and right. And a right. bunch of people who you know, you're gonna have a certain percentage of people who are in poverty and it's gonna make that the problems that create poverty worse.
0: Yep. And I mean to to what you're saying as, you know, you, you see a fetus or an embryo as a as a person, a potential person, yeah. that's very primal. I mean, you have to you have to keep in, in mind that human beings, we evolve to be able to procreate and to protect our young. And so that is something that's very primal. I'm not necessarily you know, Nanny McPhee over here. I'm not Mm -hmm. like super into children, (laughs) but when I see a baby, I just have to touch its little feet. Like I just (laughs) have to, there's something in there and Mm -hmm. I don't want, I don't want to see, you know, a a newborn or a toddler, an infant, any child hurt. I've always seen myself as a humanist. I don't want to see any person hurt. That includes a pregnant woman. I don't want to see, I don't want to see her hurt either. Yeah. And if I had a choice of her life, Or a potential.
1: It's our life every time. Every single time. Every time. Okay.
2: It would be really nice to have sort of a Me Too for abortions, like you were saying, one in four women. That's a lot of women. That's a lot. If they came out, if they were able to come out and tell their stories about why and what the circumstances were behind why they did it, you know, then maybe it would start something and people could see that it's... It's something that has to be done sometimes,
0: right? It's very hush hush, mm-hmm. and I think um, one of the good things about this uh, Alabama ban is that so many women have been posting their stories on Twitter. Oh, okay. And just reading a lot of what they've gone through and why they've needed them when they were seventeen. And there, mm-hmm. I remember reading a story of a girl who her boyfriend intentionally poked a hole in a condom, <gasps> and and made it so that she got pregnant and he was a stalker he was abusive he was all this and so she was able to tell her parents or tell her best friend and they went and they were able to get her an abortion and you know it's several years later now for her and she's like i couldn't imagine what my life would be like if i had a child with this man
1: right yeah i think that's the thing about it that's so shocking is there's no Exception for rape or incest. Yes, so right, right. Yes, you could have a situation where you have a, an abusive yes. man who forces a woman to become pregnant. Yes, and then the government, which represents all the people of the state, help him to force her to have mm-hmm. that rape baby. Mm-hmm. And rape baby is a really loaded term, so I have to be careful there. But her rapist's baby. Yes, and then so it's like that's like controlling her for the rest of her life, basically, right. mm-hmm.
0: and. There is, it, it's not part of the law, but it was part of uh, one, one senator, I don't remember which one, actually said that the reason that there's not anything in there for incest or rape is because we don't want to, there's no other laws that punish a child for the father's mistakes. Okay. <laughs> and it's just, okay, so we're going to punish everybody, and then... Yeah, we're going to punish yeah. the woman. Punish right. Punish everybody. Punish equally. everybody else. Yeah. And there was, there was a doctor who said, okay, well, if I perform an abortion and I get convicted and tried for it, then I'm going to serve more time in jail than the actual rapist. Right. That's cool. Awesome.
1: It's fucking infuriating. Yeah,
0: it right, is. It's infuriating. Right? And Jesus. another point here is a lot of times the anti-choice people think that women are using abortions as birth control. and. I have never met a woman who's done that. No. no. Ever. No. I've never met a woman who wants to just go, oh, I'll just go down to Planned Parenthood and get an abortion pill. Well, yeah, they're not exactly cheap. No. <laughs> it's <laughs> not. It's, it's what is it, $300, $400, $500, yeah, somewhere in that to... range? I mean, I've, I've never taken anything past a, a Plan B. Yeah, plan here. B is 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. It Well, at least it was, like, 10 years ago. I haven't had one in a very long time. But... I mean, it could be 40 now. Who knows? I don't know. But there are women out there who want to trap men into a pregnancy. So that's the thing mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were talking about how, you know, I mentioned and you mentioned how, how men, you know, can control a woman to stop her from getting an abortion. I think it's equally horrifying and cruel for a woman to do that to a man.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so, like, I, I don't want this to be a, you know, fuck men kind of moment here, but it's just... I think, I think that when it comes to a choice of what I do with my body, I'm going to talk to my partner and get their opinion and get what the, how they feel about it because I'm a responsible partner. But if it came down to it, if they said no and I said yes, guess who's fucking winning? Right. right, right. Me. But at the same time, I would never get pregnant on purpose to make a guy stay with me. Because one, that shit never fucking
1: works.
0: (laughs) At least it doesn't work well, or it shouldn't. Um, And that's not fair to anybody involved. Yeah,
1: you're just asking for dysfunction. Exactly, Mm -hmm. you're asking for
0: dysfunction. And you know, there are several times when a woman chooses to keep a baby and a guy runs. I don't always blame the guy for that. I don't. Right. There, it has to be a case-by-case case thing. It really does. <laughs> but like, I, if, if a guy says I don't want children and a girl goes fuck you, we're having it mm-hmm. and the guy runs, I can't blame the guy for that. Mm. So I just kind of want to put in a little bit for the man folk out there that wow. I'm not just like fuck you guys. It's
1: nice that you're a little even-handed there. A
0: little. A little. A little. I guess. Fine.
1: <laughs> I've, I've always been pretty careful about my partners, mm-hmm. a little selective mm-hmm. as far as guys go. Oh yeah. And if a woman isn't like, I'm not having kids, you know. It's right. Not mm-hmm. and Same. So I'm just not going to have sex if that's what it comes down to.
0: Bless your heart.
1: It's not for everybody, but I don't want to have a kid.
0: No, and right, you know, it, <laughs> it's not for me. There Other are,
1: people can have kids. Like, yeah, yeah. Bully for them. Right.
0: Yeah. My best friend has a son, and I call him my nephew. I love that little kid. But, you know, and and a lot of religious people will come out and say, well, if you don't have kids, don't have sex, that's the perfect thing to do. But I also don't want to get into a car accident. It doesn't mean I'm going to start, stop driving my right, car. Right, exactly. You know, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that, that shit doesn't happen. I, it's just, I don't understand the reasoning behind that whatsoever. It's... Yeah, it's animal nature, come on.
1: It's bonkers. Humans are going to do whatever the hell they want to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: You can't control them and force them to live up to your morality. Right. That's what these, it's like a morality law. Anyway.
0: Moral high horse is, I believe, something (laughs) I said in there earlier.
1: So I think we're good. Yeah, I think so. Unless there's more stuff you want to go over.
0: I'm good. I think think we've accurately displayed our frustration on a few things.
1: Well, Ruth and Melissa, thank you very much for joining us here on the Hubcast to have this conversation. Obviously, it's not something that's going to get resolved today or tomorrow. This mm-hmm. is an ongoing conversation that we all need to sort of be vigilant and pay mm-hmm. attention and speak up and have our voices heard. So I'm really glad you two are here. Any final thoughts you want to leave us with on this conversation?
0: Well, Jesse, I just want to you know thank you for having us on here and for spearheading just having a conversation like this because I think it is important to have... And not just to talk about it on just the purely medical or political side of it. To have the conversation, you know, just on the very basic level of having two women sit here. I think Mm -hmm. when Jesse called me, it was one of the things, one of my stipulations. I'm like, okay, just don't have a bunch of dudes. (laughs) And and Jesse was like, no, duh. Yeah, there's
1: no way I would have wanted it. That's why I called you first. You were on our secular Sisterhood episode. You ripped it up. And I knew this was something, you know, women's. Women's rights, women's place in society is something that concerns you. Yeah. Not just because you're a woman, because you're a humanist. And, mm-hmm. and right. it matters to our our progress as a people.
0: Yeah, and just like the secular side of this, being able to point out that an, an abortion man has nothing to do with medical needs whatsoever. Right. It really has everything to do with, my God has bigger dick than all of y'all. Mm. And um, <laughs> because my God has a dick, fuck you with, with vaginas. Right,
2: they're just—they want a theocracy for some reason, the evangelicals, and they're going to do whatever they
0: can to get it. Yep.
1: All right. Wow, oh, thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Melissa.
1: Thank you, Melissa. Thank You're you. very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. And that was awesome. Yeah.